Ladies, welcome to Crowned in His Glory, Kimberly Spellman here with you today, along with the Holy Spirit. So thankful that you hit that play button and decided to join me in this conversation. Just want to say, ladies, um, what a privilege, what an honor it is to come and to be able to speak into your life, have a conversation that hopefully draws you into a conversation with your creator. You know, ladies, you were crowned in the glory of God, which means that you were surrounded and encamped with his glory. It's on the inside of you and it is all around you and on the outside, very evident wherever you go, people see the very glory of God. When we recognize that um, we are positioned in Christ, that is our place, we have value and he gave us that value. And we're going to talk about that today, a little bit about just your value. And you know, in our last conversation, we talked about hope and keeping your hope alive. And that hope puts um, just a place of of knowing, of, of expectation, and and we can know who we are, fully knowing that we have purpose and value and that we are so seated in Christ that he he wanted us so bad that he came died for us and said I want to buy you back and when he bought us back then he placed us in and positioned us in himself in Christ and and so whenever we say Jesus be my lord and savior that means that not only is he our savior, but he is our Lord. And whenever he's our Lord, we have an understanding of who we are and and that we are surrendered a hundred percent to him. And it's his way of doing and being right. Not our way, but his way, not the world's way, but his way. And so I just want to remind you during this season um, that you are are valuable. You are just so surrounded by his glory and he formed and fashioned you and he wants you to know that. And, you know, we talk about that often on this podcast and it's because I want you to understand that he is encouraging you today through this means that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and that your soul that's your mind, your will, and your emotions. Know it right well. That means that there is a renewing process that happens when you come into the kingdom of God and you are reborn, you are in Christ, and then you you position yourself to have your natural um, mind, your will, your emotions just they 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 are constantly being renewed to who you are in Christ. That's a forever thing. It's not something that, you know, I've been walking with the Lord many many years and I still meditate on who I am in Christ. It's it's a position and it's you have to keep that before you just like you have to keep healing before you that you are healed by Jesus's stripes. You were healed. That means you are healed. And so when, when we, we meditate on these things and we put these things before us, 
Uh, we don't just do that here and there and here and there. No, there are certain things that we have to put into our lives, into um, practice, and we have to meditate on those things every day. And when we meditate on those things every day, then we position ourselves um, in a place of, of knowing of, you know, it's not even something it, it's, it's so embedded in our spirit because we've renewed our minds to what we're supposed to be renewing our minds to. And um, so we're going to jump right in. Thank you so much for the ladies that have contacted me this last week and just encouraged me with um, just what this this has done for you, what these podcasts have given you and uh, produced in you. And, and so I'm just thankful, 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 and thank you for, for reaching out. So we're going to look at um, a very key meditating scripture. You know, I was just saying that, you know, we have to renew our minds. We have to not only bring every thought captive, which we do, but we also have to renew our minds and put the, the, the word of God, the truth of the word in our heart. And we have to do that daily. And so Ephesians 2.10, this is something that I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Classic first. And then we'll probably go into, as you know, several different translations, because that's just what I like to do. So here we go. Verse 10. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So I just want to go back and we're going to just kind of um, pull this apart here a little bit, and then we're going to look at it in other translations. First of all, let's look for we are God's own. His handiwork. His, his workmanship, that means he created us and he created us with gifts, with talents, with desires, with ideas, with witty inventions, with skills, you know, natural bends. You know, the scripture says, train up a child in the way you should go. And when he is old, he will not depart. Well, if you look at that. In the Hebrew, um, it says, train up a child in the way he's bent, bent, leaning, which means that they're God-given things that are already in us, that he put in us, likes, dislikes. You know, now, sometimes you may think, well, you know, there are some natural things, which there are. I'm not saying that there's not, but... There are, there are times, you know, you, you meet someone and they're so musically gifted. And so what happens? They just get in there and they begin to play at a young age and it goes all the way through them, their entire life. 
Well, not every person is musically bent that way. You may have a musician that or somebody that wants, has a desire to be um, a musician and they work 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 and they they still don't um, perfect it the way that someone that has a gift can perfect it. Here's another instance. You have someone that they naturally can can just um, draw things. They can paint. They can they can see something in their mind and they can put it on a canvas or on paper. That is a gift, and not everyone has that gift. So, when we look at the gifts and the handiwork, the workmanship in which we were created by God. Man, it, it, it gives us the ability to know there's, there's things that are in us. And there may be something that you've had a desire for for years, ladies, and you, you keep thinking, well, no, that's just not, that's not something that I'm going to see because it's just one of those things. I just have to, you know, I don't have time for it. I, I would have to develop it. Well, you know, take time to look at those dreams, those things that God put in you, those desires that he's given you. Now, I want to look at this. Um, let's look at this in the Passion Translation, because I, I really like the way um, he says it here. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny He has given each of us, he's given each of us a destiny for we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. God planned in advance our destiny you know, um, he, he he has a plan for us, and that plan is a good plan. And sometimes, you know, we may think, well, we get off plan. And I just want to encourage you, maybe you're at a time and a season that you feel like, well, I, I feel like I am like way off course. You know, I love how Brother Hagan encouraged us and would say, when you think that you're off track. If you would stop and you would just go back to where you knew that you knew you heard the voice of God from that point, go back to that point and then allow him to show you. And my goodness, will he show us? Boy, he will. He'll Then he'll lead us and guide us. And sometimes then you find yourself back and you're like, well, I wasn't so far off. You know, I wasn't so far. But then there's other times that you do that and you found, find yourself, man, I was so off course. You know, that's why the spirit man on the inside of us will lead us and guide us because he'll get us back on track. And, you know, um, I want to go back to the Amplified of... um this verse, because I, I think that it's something where his, we, um, where his workmanship, 
recreated in Christ, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. He's prepared paths for us. And we can stay connected, in tune with him, and we can flourish, and we can move forward, and we can know that even if we get off course, we can course correct, and we can find ourselves back in the very place of his presence, moving and going forward, and that he, he loves us. And in the Amplified, it says that we should walk in them. That is the prepared ahead of time paths. He wants us to walk in the paths that he created. But that also takes yielding, ladies. That means we're to yield to him. We're to to position ourselves, And then that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. You know, I want to encourage you ladies today. And I did this the last a podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go back and find it. Because it's talking about hope. And you know, <laughs> scripture says hope deferred makes the heart sick. But I want to encourage you today, again, stirring up your hope, full of faith that God has a good life, he has a path, he has a way of escape of any situation that you're in, there is a path of escape, a way of God to walk to the end of the path, to get through it, to walk forward. And so I want to encourage you today to know that he has a path and he has laid it out, it's been prearranged, and he has a hope for you to walk in today. He wants you to walk out that path. He wants you to walk in the fullness of his goodness, the fullness of knowing that you are in him and that the fullness of what that really means in relationship. It's not just words on the paper, ladies. It's not just what we see in the word. It's actually a relationship that he desires because when we when we look at um what he's laid out the destiny that he's given us it's because he longs for relationship and in that relationship he leads he guides he gives us what we need he gives us the ability to see in the fullness of who he is and what he has for us And, you know, I just want to encourage you today, know that God is for you today. Know that God is in a good mood for and towards you today, for you, a good mood for you. In other words, he's for you. He's not against you and he loves you and he wants you to walk in the path, the good path the way in him. He wants you to walk in that, in his presence, in his 
communion and knowledge and working. He wants to lead and guide you. He wants you, he wants you to look at the word of God. He wants you to take his word and he wants to illuminate it to you, to your heart, to your, to your spirit. He wants to make things so clear. That's just who he is. He's not one that wants you confused. He's not one that wants you walking in in just um, uh, uh, the word comes right now bewilderment. He doesn't want you to walk in in just anxiety because you you, you just really don't know. You you just 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 really you're just unsure. No, he wants you to walk today, ladies, crowned in his very glory, the very glory of God, the anointing of God upon you that will so permeate you that it leads you in a place of his presence all the time. And it's possible. It's knowing him, but it's dying to yourself and a hundred percent committing to him and his way of doing and being right. Not yours, his. And whenever you make that commitment, when you surrender and say, okay, it's your way, Lord, you lead and guide me in this even when it's something that you know that maybe he's shown you something, but then you you start to walk it out and you're like, you're still, you're not, you know, you're, you're like, God, I know you said this. I, I saw this in your word and I know that it's what I'm supposed to do. I know that it's it's possible. I know that you gave me the instruction. Why is it not, you know, coming to fulfillment here? Well, he wants to lead you into that as well. He wants to say, hey, here and here and here. And it's a perpetual dance, if I could say it that way. I hope I'm helping somebody today. I hope that you are hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, that He wants you to walk fully knowing that He has a plan and a purpose, and that He wants to give you he wants to give you a destiny that is joined to Jesus, the anointed one. And I'm going to just read this one more time from the Passion Translation. It says, we have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. The good, the good, the good works we would do to fulfill it. So ladies, know today that you are fulfilling your destiny when you are joined with Jesus, the anointed one, and you are walking with him hand in hand. He is leading and guiding and walking with you the plan and the destiny he has for your life. And it doesn't matter where you've been. 
It doesn't matter even where you are today. If you take this word and you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, he will show you things to come. He will show you destiny. He will give you hope and he will give you a plan. He will give you vision and you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living.